Welcome back to the Four Pillars of Health podcast, where today we have Ali, um, a personal trainer and also a personal friend of mine. Um, thanks for coming on, Ali. Thanks for having me, Dan and Mel. So um, can you maybe just give um, the listeners just a background to who you are and what you do? Yeah, of course. So my name is Ali, better known as Ali Fit, as you were saying there. Um, I'm a personal trainer and I'm also an online coach from Cork. Um, and I suppose I got into fitness there about maybe like around a year and a half ago when I actually started out with um, Dan when he first started his business and everything just kind of um, paved its way from there. I just have to say thanks for starting with me too. Um, you were the, <laughs> like, Ali was the, the first um, client of mine actually. Um, so like it, it, Apex Nutrition wouldn't have even happened without you joining. <laughs> so um, just a little shout out there. So um, like why, why did it kind of start at the beginning, I suppose, then too, like even with me? I suppose, Dan, you know, I kind of struggled for years with exercise and body image and kind of anxiety as well as, you know. And um, I think there was just one day I woke up, I think it was probably about like my seventh day drinking in a row, um, <laughs> woke up, just felt, felt absolutely terrible about myself, you know, just woke up, terrible anxiety, pain in my chest, heart was pounding, absolutely sweating. And there's a saying, like people always say that you never just wake up and want to change. But to be honest, that is literally just what happened with me that day. I just woke up that day and I decided enough was enough. And I just didn't want to live the type of life I was living anymore. I was just, I wasn't unhappy, but I just knew that I could be happier. Um, and of course, luckily, around the same time, you were just after starting your own business as well. So um, I suppose, <laughs> I can't remember what, what exactly it was for. I don't know, was it for someone's birthday or something? We were all up and calling. I don't know if you remember yeah, we were this. drinking. <laughs> drinking <laughs> and um what actually happened was I got a few pints into me and I finally got the courage to just kind of say to Dan I was like hey, do you mind if we kind of start doing like nutrition and stuff and uh, <laughs> that's kind of how it started really wasn't it yeah because I, I was sure <laughs> awkward about it too like I, I wasn't used to people asking me like oh um like I, I, I don't know what to do in that situation like I obviously do now because I'm in it but um like at the time I'm like yeah yeah you, you couldn't you could be my client <laughs> <laughs> so how did you know each other then how, how did that start um so we were working in a bar um flying enterprise courtyard and sofa lane shout out <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah we were, we were working there and stuff and i think i i left at that time um i was in i was in the hospital um but yeah yeah that's how we kind of knew each other um so you were saying like you were talking about like all the the anxiety and stuff like that did you find that kind of was helped with the the nutrition and exercise 100 percent, yeah um it no i will admit it does take time to kind of see the mental benefits of like the exercise and nutrition but once you do start experiencing it like it is so so worth it you know people are always like, i went to a doctor about my anxiety once and literally the first thing he did was he literally just handed me a prescription for medication. Don't at once did he say, like, did you do you exercise or how's your nutrition or how much do you drink? Nothing like that. Um, and I suppose then, Dan, as well, like when I started with you, it kind of made me realize like how good I was feeling. And, you know, once you start seeing like the men not only the physical benefits, of course, they help as well, but more so the mental benefits. 
I think that's a really kind of keep you going, you know, it's all well and good to have like a body composition goal. But when you have like a really deep rooted and like deep reasoning why behind like why you're doing it, then I think that's just kind of what carries you throughout the process as well. And like, was it hard at any point? Like what did, did you struggle with kind of anything like in regards to the, the nutrition or fitness at the time? Oh yeah, of course I did. You know, and I, I still do like even year and a half, two years later, I do still have my bad days. I do still, not even bad days. I have bad weeks, I have bad months, you know, but that's completely normal. Cause I know by now that when, when all these kind of bad, not even bad, but challenging weeks or months come along that like, I know, I kind of know now what I need to do so I know that I have to be realistic I, I don't really beat myself up about it I know that there are some things that are kind of out of my control and stuff but again taking a few steps back and going back to like your why you know it's never just about losing weight as I was saying there like you know when you have like a really core and solid deep meaningful reason why you want to kind of like improve your life then it just makes it all worth it and as well if you don't have bad weeks you're not going to learn anything either mm-hmm Definitely, yeah. I I, I, I learned everything. That, sorry, then. You can go ahead. I suppose with that, like, you know, you're on about the anxiety and going to the doctor and stuff. Like, a lot of it, a lot of it is, like, enjoying the process. And I know you'll, you'll probably agree with me on that, like, as a PT and Daniel as well. Like, it's, it's, it's sometimes people are thinking about the kind of the goal and the, the long-term kind of effects and all this. But, like, it really comes down to enjoying what you're doing. Like, I'm sure now at this stage, like now that you're involved with, you're very fit yourself, you're coaching, you know, you're just completely immersed in it now. It's I, I like the process is very important, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Enjoying like, it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. 100%. Like if you're not enjoying the process, like you're, it's supposed to be enjoyable. And as well, you know, there's no point in you kind of, um, and I'm sure you'll both agree with this as well. Like there's no point on kind of, like forcing one approach on someone like just because it works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else you know like playing a sport isn't for everyone maybe they like weightlifting or you know it's all about finding what works for one person you know I've tried sports in the past it just wasn't really my passion or it wasn't something that I really enjoyed it's literally all just about like finding what you enjoy Mm -hmm. and even just coming back to the the bloody the doctors and stuff too um I hate the way that like a pill is just given like I know when you're a medical professional and stuff like that you have to just like here's the solution but I hate that we're kind of doing that in this country and that it's not more um like I suppose lifestyle based and just people too though like that that's kind of the people's fault too like some people want just like a quick fix too like in regards to, to health and a tablet does that um and like even with anxiety and stuff like there should be a breakdown of like someone's lifestyle and what they're doing. Um, and like, that's, that's always what turned me off kind of doing medicine or anything like that. Um, also like the points like turn me off a bit. Cause I'm not that smart, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> yeah, the main thing was the, the, the medicines and stuff that really turned me off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then like, um, you kind of went through like the tran- transformation and stuff like at what point did you start thinking that you could become like a, a personal trainer um I suppose it was kind of like a couple of months after I kind of first got into it I kind of started to realize that you know 
I really did love like I loved checking in with you every week, you know. I kind of loved I loved the whole process and I loved like um I even just loved, you know, asking you questions. I used to wreck your head. I actually remember I used to ask you like loads of questions. I love I love the questions. Like. <laughs> but I loved learning about it and I just found it very interesting and I just enjoyed it so much and you know I was just very like unhappy and kind of like my job and myself at the time and I was kind of like maybe it is time for a change and I remember I was looking I was like like what could I do what route could I go down and um yeah then remember then we just kind of started talking about personal training courses didn't we um actually yeah even even before that actually uh, lockdown hit and um you kind of you started doing your online workouts and remember I started teaching them I remember like, oh, my, I was a nervous wreck before teaching them, like, you know, like the anxiety was through the roof. But then the minute that like, even after a couple of weeks, like I absolutely loved it. I kind of realized that I loved teaching people, you know, I loved like making up the new workouts every week and even small things like, you know, making a new playlist or like cracking a joke mid-session, just making everyone laugh, making, you know, everyone like have a good time and making everyone like enjoy exercise and pushing them to kind of go out their comfort zone and stuff and um yeah I think we just kind of got talking about personal training courses didn't we and then I just looked up personal training courses in Cork and I was just like you know what now let's just do it and everything blossomed from there <laughs> yeah yeah no like it, it was it was very interesting like going from the the bar work to personal training I'd say um like if it wasn't because of like COVID and stuff do you think you would have left anyway That's that is a tough question. You know what? I think I would have left anyway, yeah. Um regardless of COVID or whatever. Um I do think that like I was just so interested in like the training and nutrition and you know, like even just learning about it, I do think that I would have left anyway. Um to be honest, like I was just quite unhappy in that job. Um it just wasn't what I was like passionate about. Um you know, like I used to just feel anxiety going in there every day and I just knew that it just wasn't the type of like life I wanted to be living, you know, going to a job every day that I just wasn't like fully happy in. Sorry, can I even find the hide again, please? That's all you've been That would give the best of us anxiety, like Jesus. Um, Thankfully, I don't deal with that anymore. <laughs> Ali, Ali I, I fully understand what you mean, like, you know about being like unhappy in the job and stuff like i'm lucky that i knew from a very early age what i wanted to do mm-hmm. like I, I it's rare that people know that like i was probably 15 years old 16 years old like but i remember then say like you know when i was kind of a late teen getting jobs like i was working in you know i was a pot wash inside in a in a restaurant you know i was like in the kitchen doing that dirty like clean no, no offense to pot washes but like i hated it <laughs> um, uh, what else was I doing? I was in a clothes shop in Clarny. Absolutely hated it. And I was just so unhappy. And it just makes your time, it just, you're, you kind of appreciate your time more that you're doing something you like now. Mm-hmm. Because I remember going to work thinking, oh shit, I have to, I have to, uh, you know, like do refunds. I have to pretend like I care about clothes, all these things. Like, and now I'm just so bloody happy that. I can, you know, teach fitness and just, I'm immersed in what I want to do anyway. So I, I fully agree with you. And I think it's great that we can do something like that. And even you, Dan, like the whole nutrition thing, like imagine if you were stuck doing a job that you hated. Like. Well, for me, um, like obviously the bar work and stuff, like it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing and stuff. Um, 
Like I hated people just naming out their order. And like even when people were trying to be nice, it came across as they were trying to be even more dickhead and it made it made me hate them more. Like if they were being, <laughs> oh, thank you very much, sir. And here's five euro, keep the change and stuff. I was like, oh, fuck you. Like, who do you think you are? Um, <laughs> <laughs> rather than someone saying, oh, give me fucking point one where's there or something. Like I, I respected him more for some reason. Like I, I don't know what it was. Like that's, that's how tough it becomes when you're in the bar so long. Um, but like, then in the hospital, well, I, I, I didn't like people like over me and like pushing that hierarchy shit on, on me and just giving me orders and me having to go up to say the, the head of nursing with my little letter of these are the dates that I want to take off. Like it just seemed like crap. And, and then like you might even get those days off, whereas like I'm like, oh, Dan, can I have the, the week off this week? And I'm like, yeah, go on, take it off. Um, like that that's the way it is now and I know I know being self-employed has its its ups and downs and it's hard but like I live for being the boss and stuff like that and now I'm a boss so <laughs> it's great um so like talking on, on that then um like you you mentioned like imposter syndrome um a lot and like that's basically like you not believing that you should be where you are um and like does that come up a lot for you now at the moment even though you are like well established yeah it is something that i do like struggle quite badly with like i always kind of feel like, like you'd be you'd always be afraid to like if like if a client were to ask me something during a, a pt session that i didn't know the answer to i'd always be like afraid if i didn't know the answer like I always know the answer in the back of my head. Not always, of course, Jesus, I don't know everything. Like, um, if I did, there'd be something wrong. Um, but like you'd even even if you didn't know, you'd kinda of, like be afraid to just say, I don't know. Because to me then, like in to me, I think then that in their head they're just like, Oh my god, she's a fraud. Like, how does how does she even get this job? And I know it sounds so stupid to say that out loud, but that is genuinely how I feel. Like a good example would even be like like how long it took me to come on this podcast um, <laughs> because I, I literally it was just that bad like now I have I do think that I have kind of come to terms with it as well you know um like for example I can recognize now when it's kind of coming into play and I think when you can kind of recognize that it's like that inner critic in your head like I think when you can recognize that it's just that that kind of helps as well or even just developing like a, like a healthy response to not even failure but I suppose even just making mistakes or not knowing something like it's completely okay to make mistakes and not know something like how else are you going to learn um like, like even a good example here now would be I was teaching a class uh I was teaching a conditioning class in Flyfish there like uh, last week and um my manager's mother was in the class and he said it to me beforehand I was freaking out I was like oh my god I was like no like this is going to be so bad she's going to say I'm terrible he goes to me like a couple of days later he was like oh my mom said your class was brilliant she was fantastic and rather than me being like oh i'm really like my class was so good and delighted like the first thought that came into my head was like there must have been a good atmosphere or it was just a nice bunch of people or my playlist was good do you know it, it wasn't like it wasn't just like you know the class that i ran the class that i designed the class where i encourage everyone to do their best and stuff like like it wasn't that i was just like kind of looking for like external factors you know I couldn't accept the fact that like my class is actually good um like even speaking to some of my colleagues like 
there's people that have been in this for years and even they experience it but like it's not it's not a bad thing either I don't think um because to be honest I just think that it does show that you really care and that you hold yourself to a high standard I think like what you were saying there like um when you were saying oh it's probably like the atmosphere and stuff like that it kind of constantly makes you seek improvements in what you can do mm-hmm. um so like obviously don't let it take it over you but at the same time kind of use it to the advantage that like you can improve things like with the the, the classes and stuff like that Cause, like I, I i get it the same like it's it's with um not knowing stuff again like that like when you said that 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 really resonated with me because i'd be afraid someone would ask me a nutrition question and i'd be like oh i don't know but like nine times out of ten you'd know the answer um, unless it was some crazy thing but um yeah but no, that, that's like the sign of a good coach though is so say if somebody did ask ali something or ask me something like you're you're going to take loads of l's and absolutely anything you do you're going to take l's all the time and that's how you learn like so if somebody asked me something and i genuinely didn't know it i'd say look i actually don't know the answer to that but i'm going to go away find out the answer and come back to you so that's part of becoming better. Like, I know a lot when it comes to fitness. Do I know everything? Absolutely not. Like, no way. Like, there's going to be people that are going to know way more. But that's why you should, like, pick people's brains, ask them questions. Because, like, actually, a good, I, I, I'm not going to quote him right now, but um, we had a podcast with Michael O'Callaghan, and he said uh, the, the best weightlifter in the world at one stage did not know how to weightlift. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's just, it's just so that simple. Like, just I love that sticking with it. Like, he was just like the best weightlifter right now. Once picked up a bar and said, "Jesus, what the hell do I do with this?" So, mm-hmm. like, I just think that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Now, I like that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Um, so we might move on to then. Um, you done your photo shoot recently? Um, how how did that go? Like, I I have like me and Mel. I've never done a photo shoot. Um, so like was training different and like your nutrition like to, to normal kind of like training for just regular body composition? So to start anyway, like my training for my photo shoot was all from home, just using like resistance bands and dumbbells and stuff. Crazy. So <laughs> although it wasn't ideal, we still worked with it. Like I, I have a great coach and he looked after me throughout that shoot, you know, he um like my training wasn't like outrageous you know people think that like and to be honest i thought this as well i thought i was going straight into this photo shoot like like starting off severely low calories they train in whatever days a week doing excessive amounts of cardio it was not like that at all i finished up my calories weren't even that low to be honest when i like coming down to like the last like week or like well i suppose not even last week but like the last couple of weeks for it like my calories really weren't that low i was lucky enough to actually be seeing great progress on um kind of higher calories obviously i just don't want to say how many calories i was on just out of fear that someone listening would you know um like i resistance trained like four times a week and i did two cardio sessions you know you see some people and they're just like fucking i don't know like five weight sessions and like doing cardio every single day like you don't have to do that like so it doesn't have to be that hard um and i think as well but even on top of that like i think everyone has their own kind of reasoning for doing photo shoots and everyone kind of goes for a different look and stuff 
like to be honest like I didn't even want to be like I didn't want to go for like the extremely lean kind of look for the photo shoot like of course I was lean obviously but um to be honest I just wanted to give the whole prep my all and then whatever physique I had in the day I was going to be happy with as, as long as I knew that I gave that prep my all that's that was kind of what made me the happiest and that's how I was going to be comfortable on the day of my shoot which I was and, and what was your overall reason for doing it I suppose like um, it's funny like we've been talking there about how, like PT is my passion and all this kind of stuff but um I suppose when I first started out then um they got to the point where like Joe I was just so engraved in it and I was just so passionate about it that helping everyone else kind of became my main priority and I kind of took a back seat you know and um, I stopped looking after myself um in work I would barely ever eat I just kind of started like losing I just kind of started losing my way a little bit um and you know gyms had just like gyms had just opened back up after a lockdown um I was ready to I was raring to go like I couldn't wait and then then came the news of another lockdown and I was just like, I, I can't do this. Like, you know, I can't do this again. I need something to focus on. I need something to work towards. So then one night I was just like, Era, we'll just do a photo shoot, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I come to the conclusion of anything. I just say, Era, and then whatever it is. Just... Yeah, exactly. It's an era. <laughs> um, and, and how long did you, did you prep for that photo shoot? Uh, 20 weeks. Okay, yeah. So it, it was like... I don't know, like, this is, it, it took a lot of motivation, I suppose, towards the end of it, like, to, to get through that. Yeah, like, like, at the start, it was more so, it was more so, like, at the start, kind of focusing on foundational factors, because, like, I had let all of those slip, like, very, very badly, you know, like, my menstrual cycle was after getting quite irregular, and uh, I, like, barely ever slept, like, four or five hours a night maximum. Stress management, don't even, didn't even know what that was, and um, my nutrition was poor, I started to kind of hate, like not even hate training, but I just kind of didn't enjoy my training anymore. Do you know, I was kind of going to the gym and like I'd, I'd be tired after clients. So I'd be like, yeah, look, I, I'm just not going to train now. I'm not going to train today. I'd always skip my own sessions. And yeah, basically just kind of stopped putting myself first, stopped looking after myself. So at the very start for the first couple of weeks, it was all about getting those things in line back again and then kind of making adherence to the actual prep itself a lot easier. So would you say you started with the four pillars of health and went from Oh, there? I started with the four pillars of health, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, like it's, it's, it's brilliant. Um, no, but like that, that's why we named it like sleep, um, exercise, nutrition, and um, what was the last one? You fucking Mindset. I always forget. I always forget. Um, and I say it in different ways every time if you look back at all the other podcasts. But um, like... <laughs> those like that's why we named it like starting with those foundations and getting those right first is the only way to go about it and people nowadays are just out there for quick results and mm. like oh how can i lose this much weight in that much time and like even you said like your calories weren't even that low at the end like if someone wasn't seen like you mightn't have saw results like for a while um with with that and stuff but just trusting the process and seeing them in the end mm is kind of the main thing whereas someone doing it for about three four weeks at that many calories like not really low and not seeing progress they're kind of all of a sudden like oh what am i doing wrong like and like should i just lower my calories and increase my exercise more 
it's it's not the case like you said you were doing 20 weeks like it's it's people are looking for results way too fast these days i think anyway but um yeah um any ad- advice to someone that was looking to do a photo shoot um one well i'd say the one thing is like you know when it comes to kind of like going down to kind of like boiling point not even boiling point but like the last couple of weeks kind of leading up to it those weeks will be very hard and you know there is going to be times during your prep where you're going to question your physique you're going to compare yourself to other people you're going to be like i'm not as lean as she is i'm not as muscly as she is um and it it, it does take you know comparison is the tea for joy as they say so I think just focusing on your own journey and just remember, like, always remember your why, as I was saying there earlier, always remember your why. And remember that everyone has their own individual reasons for doing a shoot. And I think that kind of what helps me as well, you know, I wasn't looking like there was a point, obviously, I did compare myself to other people, but there was also a point then where I realized I was like, do you know what, like, I'm not doing this for her. I'm not doing this for him. I'm doing this for me. And I think that's what people need to remember if they're going to consider a photo shoot that you're doing it for your own reasons you're not doing it to impress anyone else you're not doing it for any other reason you're doing it for whatever reason that that means the most to you yeah um that's that's really good and well said like because yeah it's it's bloody comparison is a killer um so especially with instagram now it's it's mad um so yeah i think that's um a good place to to end it um so where's the best place i suppose people can find you on social media best place you can find me on social media is at ali fit full stop underscore on instagram or you can also find me on my website at www.alifitpt.com that's perfect thank you for coming on and i think the main message is always start with the four pillars of health uh, and if you can't find them, start with the Four Pillars of Hell podcast. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening.